0: Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads, but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads, but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Palsik.
1: your host Jen Pasick and we are on Inspired Choices Network. Okay. So today's show topic is uh maybe like the most vulnerable show that I've done so far. And I know I have not done that many episodes. I think I'm at I think this might be like number 10, so I know I still got a ways to go. But this is a little bit of an intense one. So today we are talking about weight loss, mindset and business. And how they are all related. So for myself, before we get get too far into it, I just want to let you know. So uh, over the last seven months, I've been really intentional about uh, what I've been eating and what I've been thinking. And I've lost about 50 pounds. Um, I definitely have more to go, but it has made so many changes for me in my personal life but also changes for me in my business and I think really truly like mindset and um like mindset has, has had a huge amount to deal with uh weight stuff but it also has such a big impact on your business. So I just kind of want to dive into that and talk a little bit about yeah, all of it. So with my Business. So I, I got started back in 2014 working with my family's business and then in 2015 I started my own business. And so I spent a lot of time really, uh, sharing what I know and before I even, like, I was like blogging and doing like webinars and stuff before I ever made any type of actual offer. And, you know, along the years, like, uh, Facebook Live came out as a thing and videos became really popular and with all of it, I had a really hard time really putting myself out there for it, and I've gotten I mean I've gotten better, but um yeah, I would always just have a really hard time and so much of that that one of the biggest things that I've had to really work on as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, is being intentionally visible. And I used to joke that invisibility was like my superpower, but the thing is When you are running a business and trying to grow your business, it's not really a superpower because it actually really impacts your business. And so I have the story of how I more than once, actually, I've been like standing in line at like a store like Publix. We're waiting to check out with my groceries and the cashier is like right there and like literally has just been like looks through me for like a solid minute before I'm like, oh, they just legit do not see me because I'm just invisible. So it's, I mean, it's kind of like a crazy thing where I really just do have this like superpower of being invisible. But again, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, it's not actually very helpful so, I um I knew that I needed to work on that and I've worked on it like over the years and I was getting to a point in my business just this year where I was like, "All right, I really need to like actually step it up and I really need to um to be more visible in big ways." So, I I also realized around that same time that so much of my stuff around invisibility is also, has also been related to my weight. And, um, I've basically been overweight for the majority of my life. And I think that that has kind of been like almost like a coping strategy or like one was from the other. They kind of go hand in hand, that whole like being invisible and being overweight. Um, and Anyways, I knew that I was at a point that I wanted to lose weight. I was like the heaviest that I'd ever been, and I was just really unhappy with a lot of things. And so um, this was like around seven months ago. I also um, got to a point where I was introduced to um, Brooke Castillo, who uh, has the Life Coach School. She also has a program called Self-Coaching Scholars, And so she also, she has a podcast called the Life Coach School Podcast. I highly recommend that you check the podcast out. She talks about all topics. I mean, that's one of the things that really, um, drew me in. And is, so she talks about weight loss, but she also talks about like life stuff. She talks about business. And so it just merges everything. And I really kind of love that. And so for myself, that was really super helpful. And I joined her self-coaching scholars program, and in in it it comes with oh my gosh, like literally there's so much stuff. She talks about how it's um like the Netflix of coaching, and it really is because it's kind of like this choose your own adventure, and you kind of like decide where you go first. And like some stuff, I mean, like she has stuff on like stop over drinking, and for some people like they that's super helpful. For me, it's not. I'm I've never. I'm not gonna say I've never been a big drinker. But I mean not really. Like and now like I just I very rarely drink, so that's definitely not something that I uh was interested in. But she has a program in there called Stop Overeating. And so the first thing I did when I joined Scholars is I watched all the trainings with that and decided to start implementing. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that she taught in there. Whew. Yeah, this is a weird episode to do, you guys, because it is like not about business and it is like not stuff that I uh usually talk about so publicly, like I talk about it with friends, but not, but you guys are my friends, too. So, okay. Um, so with it, some of the stuff that she talked about, um, she, she was talking about some, there was some celebrity who was interviewed after he had lost, maybe she, I think it was a he, had lost a bunch of weight and um about being, like, with the idea of, like, being a foodie and really finding pleasure from food. And his response was, well, you know, I just got to a point that I decided maybe I've had enough pleasure from food for the rest of my life, which was kind of like, whew, that's an intense thought because, for me, I have basically, like, always considered myself a foodie. And, like, I'm vegetarian, but, like, I, I mean, I can tell you, like, the best places to eat in cities all over the U.S. I have like um, in when I visited other countries, like I have like Facebook albums like dedicated to the foods that I ate in Japan or like um, in Hungary. So yeah, very much a foodie. So when I first heard this, like the idea of like not taking pleasure in food was kind of like oh, that's kind of crazy. Um, and the more I listen to it, like, because then she also talks about uh finding pleasure from other areas of your life. And when you stop finding, like, looking to food for pleasure, it's like how many other areas of your life become that much more joyful and filled with pleasure, which is a pretty cool way to look at it. So one of the things she also talked about with is, like, basically, like, sawdust bars like if she could make food just like basically like food is fuel which I mean people say that but I've always kind of been like mm, no like oh my gosh so my friend Carla um, we were we were uh we were at a cafe and she ordered this salad where the salad looked really good but it had beets in it and it probably had like two full beets like it was so many beets and i I was telling her i was like that salad looks really good but i would never ever get it because of all those beets and like and she's like oh yeah i don't like beets but she'd been eating beets for like our entire conversation i'm just kind of like what do you mean and she's like well yeah i eat them because i know that they're good for me and so like just that idea was so foreign to me at the time and so then here's brooke um, talking about like, if you can eat just like sawdust bars and you're just eating for sustenance and eating for fuel, that's like what she would give people. And it was kind of like mind blowing to me because, yeah, I would, had never ever thought about it like that. Okay. So from all of her stuff, I put together a protocol and I chose the protocol. She does it like, she has, she suggests no sugar and no flour of any kind. But besides that, and it's not required, but besides that she really makes it so that you are figuring out what works best for you. Okay, so the protocol that I that I've been doing. So I do no sugar. And when I say no sugar, I also mean no sweeteners. So I used to do um starting in like January, I did a cleanse and I was doing after that I like it helped take away sugar cravings and so I was doing no sugar, but I was still doing plenty of like stevia and other like natural sweeteners um, like stevia was fine. And I was having kind of way too much of that. So with this, it's been no sugar or sweeteners of any kind, no flour of any kind. And the reason that it's no flour of any kind, um, so that means no like almond flour, no, I don't know. There's so many other types of flour that are like gluten free, but it's no flour of any kind because something happens when they're like the way that they mill, mill it all down. So that it just changes the way that it interacts in your body and all the science of it. Like you can listen to all of Brooke's stuff to get more information on that. That's probably not really my, no, not probably. That's definitely not like my specialty, but I just know that uh I'm choosing to do the no flower of any kind. And that may change at some point, but it's definitely working for me. Um, I also don't snack. So I only do meals. And I do intermittent fasting with that. So I don't do breakfast. I do lunch and dinner. Um, and I, I only do full meals. So no snacking. Um, and then I try to, recently I've not been great about this, but when I first started, I was like awesome about it. Um, write down my foods 24 hours in advance. Um, so that I, I'm planning out what I'm eating. So I'm only eating that. Um, okay. So all of that sounds, really super intense when you kind of go through it and say it out loud. But the biggest thing of, and so here's the thing, like I get so many people when I tell them about like the fact that I've like lost all this weight and what I'm doing, they're like, oh, wow, that's really hard. And the thing is, it really hasn't actually been hard. It's actually been really easy for me. And the reason why it's so easy is because it's all about mindset. And so it breaks down in a few ways that that I've really had to work on my mindset. So I want to really go into all of those. Um, However, I know we're coming up to a break in just a minute. So before we do that, I do want to let you know, starting next week, so it's starting December 2nd, if you're listening to this a little bit late on the podcast, um, I'm having a free five-day list building challenge. I think this is going to be – so much fun. I'm so excited for it. You can uh, sign up for it at JenPosick.com slash challenge. So the way it's going to work, I have a pop-up Facebook group, so it's only going to be around for a few weeks. And in the group, it's going to be every day of the challenge, I'll be going live with training. So day one, we're going to be talking all about the overall strategy of list building. We're going to be talking about lead magnets and uh there's one other thing we're talking about. What is the other thing? Lead magnets. Oh, and special offers. Duh. Sorry. Day two, we're going to be talking all about landing pages and thank you pages. Day three is all about... Um... Oh, goodness. I should have written all this down to have it in front of me, huh? Day three, I believe, is all about Facebook pixels. So that in case you want to turn those... uh list building efforts into Facebook ads, you can do that. Day four is all about your email series. Day five is all about connecting everything, analyzing how it's going, and then scaling. And so I'm so excited. Uh, the link is also in the show notes to sign up. But again, genpossick.com slash challenge. I hope to see you there. So excited for it. I think it'll be really good. All right. So you are listening to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're gonna continue chatting about weight loss, mindset, and business. I'll see you in a minute.
0: Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Palsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at the adsmaven.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm your host Jen Pasick on the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. Okay, so today our show topic is kind of an intense, uh vulnerable one for me about weight loss, mindset, and business. So before we went to break, we were talking about the protocol that I've been using um, and how so much of it, it really has been, it has not been hard, but it's because so much of it is mindset and I've really been managing my mind in several ways. So I want to talk to you about those different ways. So one of the things that I did um, that Brooke Castillo uh, started doing, and this was right at the time she introduced it right when I first joined Self-Coaching Scholars, and it's called the Urge Jar. Um, Now, I want to tell you, she did a podcast episode on the Life Coach School that's all about the Urge Jar, where she goes into it in so much more detail. But essentially, we want to allow our urges and kind of like manage our urges by allowing them. And the way that we do that, no. So the reason why we do that. So our brain, we have our, our primal brain is like the one that controls so much of our, like our thoughts and emotions and like just that, that primal stuff. So our urges are controlled by the primal brain. And when we, um, when we have an urge to eat something that's not part of our protocol, we can give into it. Um, We can just like totally deny it and like resist it. And what usually happens and is at some point we're going to end up giving into that urge. And a lot of times, at least for me, if I end up giving into that urge, it becomes like so much worse and so much harder. And, yeah, so what Brooke talks about is allowing the urge. And allowing it is kind of like inviting it in and having a conversation and just kind of like sitting with it and being like, cool, I know that you're here and it's gonna you're going to pass, but like, what's going on? Let's chat. What's this all about? And really feeling it and just kind of diving into it, which is kind of a crazy way to look at it, but it's also really effective. And so I found for myself, most of my urges um, to eat stuff that were not part of my protocol were very fleeting and very based on like what's right there in front of me. So I found like the first few days that I was doing my protocol. And again, part of my protocol is writing down what I'm going to eat and no snacking. And so I would find multiple times a day, I would like go to the fridge and open it up and just look at like, okay, what are my options here? Which is so silly because it's like I wasn't even hungry. It wasn't anywhere near time to eat, but I would still find find myself doing that and so the urge jar where the urge jar comes in it's a actual literal jar um, and with self-coaching scholars we got little glass glass jars um, that you can fill with glass beads because that primal part of our brain that is giving us the, that where we're having those urges it also really likes to accumulate things. It likes the act of accumulation, and so any time that we allowed an urge and that urge passes and you didn't give in to that urge, you put a bead in your urge jar and it sounds like a very like five year old thing to do I mean as a former kindergarten teacher, it definitely did, but The primal part of your brain really likes that because it likes that accumulation. And so for a lot of people, they find once they've allowed about a hundred urges, those, they're able to handle urges so much better. And so, and I actually found that for myself. And it really did take basically filling the majority of the jar, which, uh, that basically I had about, right about a hundred of those little beads, um, filling about the entire jar, before I realized, like, I don't, I don't still use it, because I, like, my urges, they're very, kind of, like, few and far between, and I just allow them, like, kind of sit with them for a minute, and then I know they just go away, and so filling the urge jar was such a big step at the beginning for me with this whole journey, because I was, like, it was also giving me, like, Multiple wins a day like there were some days where it would be like I got to put like 10 little beads in the jar. So it's like that primal part of my brain is like, oh, I'm doing good. I'm winning. And at the same time, I'm like learning how to allow urges. So the cool thing with that is you're I'm also like you're also when you're doing it, you're building trust within yourself Because this is the protocol that I set and it's the protocol that I'm following and I'm able to follow. So when you're doing that, it applies to every other area of your life as well. So it's like you're just building that trust within yourself that you're doing what you are telling yourself that you're going to do, which is pretty cool. Okay, so that's the urge jar. Again, Brooke Castillo with the Life Coach School podcast has a whole episode on the urge jar that I – absolutely suggest that you listen to because it's so good. Um, and it goes into it in way more detail, and she talks about it much better than I ever could. Um, okay, then one of the other things that I really focused on was this idea that, um, with in terms of mindset, it's the idea of being somebody that, like, so, okay, so the way that Brooke talks about it, she talks about the idea the, we have things that we, we do where it's just like, I'm not a smoker. That's not like something that I can debate. Right. It's just like, I don't smoke. Like, that's just kind of part of who I am. It's also, she also talks about it in terms of like, you don't like, if you're married, you don't just like have a little bit of grab ass, (laughs) which I kind of love that idea of like, you don't just like, literally, like, You don't just, like, have a little bit of grab ass and step out on your partner. Like, that's just not part of who you are. I mean, maybe some people are, but, like, I don't – like, that's not part of who I am, right? And so with food stuff, it's the same way. It's thinking about it in terms of, like, I'm not somebody who snacks. I'm not somebody that eats sugar or flour. And it's not, like, it's not a debate. It's not like a – well, maybe just a little bit, maybe sometimes I will, maybe I'll just like, oh, I'll just cheat a little. Like it's not, It's that's just like not even an option in my mind. And so it's changing that mindset to being that way. Um, so recently I'm in a coaching program with Jen Scalia, who's um, a business coach that is, who is awesome. Um, and she was talking about like having that mindset of like, oh, well, I'm just somebody who always makes at least 10 K every month. So it's, it's, I mean, it's really like the same type type of thing. Like, okay. So I'm somebody who always makes at least 10,000 a month every single month is the same thing in terms of like mindset of, okay, I'm somebody who doesn't snack, right? It's just how we apply it to our lives. And so this is why like these same, it's interesting because I talked about at the beginning about how, I haven't listened to Brooke's, um stop over drinking because that's not my thing, but the tools that she talks about in that are really very similar to the stop overeating stuff and they can all be applied to like all these other areas of your life, which I think is really cool. Um, okay. So there's the ideas that like, okay, so I'm not somebody who snacks. I'm not somebody who de- who eats sugar or flour. Then that also leads us to Brooke's model. So I'm going to talk about the model just a little bit, and um, yeah. So with the model, and again, this is something where like feel free check out Brooke Castillo and all of her all of her stuff. She will describe it in way more detail, but this is just kind of like the overview of it. So she she did a lot of learning from like all the places and kind of combined what she learned and she found so the model is the idea that your circumstances create your thoughts your thoughts create your feelings feelings create your actions and your actions create your results okay and so then circumstances are just neutral like there's no emotion behind them it's just It's a neutral thing of this is what it is. And so circumstances are what create your thoughts, right? So we have so many thoughts that are unconscious and so many thoughts like unconscious thoughts and conscious ones as well that are just really negative. And one of the biggest things with the model is like figuring out what that thought is so that you can start to change it. And so a lot of times with changing it the first step to changing it is changing it to something that's neutral. And so with the like the thought that happens of like I'm too fat or I'm too big, um it's like okay, so if we walk that through the model, like so the circumstance is just like your body, right? The thought is I'm too fat, and so what's the feeling that's that goes along with that? So for me it's like feelings of like shame or disgust. And so then it's looking at, okay, so if you're feeling a shame, what's the action? The action's probably going to be something where it's like you're not treating your body very well and you're just kind of eating like crap. So if that's the action, what's the result? I mean, obviously, it's like the result is it's going to like stay fat. You're not going to lose any weight if you're not treating it well and you're going to be miserable with yourself. So sometimes though, like, and this is where I think sometimes like law of attraction stuff. Uh, where people kind of get confused because they, because like thoughts create our reality, but sometimes people want to make this like huge leap from really negative stuff to just being like, oh, I'm thin and perfect. And it's like, that's, that's not going to work. That's not effective because immediately your brain is like, uh, no. And here's all the reasons why. So, okay. Um, the, so let's look about Nope, actually. So let's talk about how we can turn that into neutral in just a minute when we get back from our break. All right, so you are listening to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Pasick, on Inspired Choices Network. When we get back, we're going to continue talking about weight loss, mindset, and business. We'll be right
0: back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Paucik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Paucik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255, Canada 613 800 8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Possick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. All right, so today our show topic is weight loss, mindset, and business. So before we went to the break, we were talking about Brooke Castillo's um, model that she uses inside Self-Coaching Scholars, um, also inside her Life Coach School. And that is basically, so she writes it out as as CTFAR. So C is for your um, circumstance, T is your thoughts, F is your feelings, A, actions, and then R are your results. And so when you're feeding in those those negative thoughts, and sometimes, like, they're not even, like, super conscious. Sometimes it's just stuff that we're, like, telling ourselves, right? And we, like, almost, like, don't even realize it. But so I gave that example um, with those negative thoughts of, like, I'm too fat, Right. And sometimes it's way too much of a leap to go from the negative to the positive. And at least like for me, it definitely was like I wasn't able to, yeah, I just wasn't able to get there. But what I was able to do, um, which is something that Brooke recommends, is going instead to neutral. So (laughs) some of the thoughts that in the beginning that I kept doing was um, just this idea of like, I'm a person, I have a body. It's not that it's, like, positive or negative. It's just, hey, I'm a human. I have a body, (laughs) right? And so, it's, I mean, it's kind of a funny thing to, like, tell yourself. But there's also the idea that, like, just because you're alive and you're a person, like, you also have, like, your worry. And so it's, like, it started to give me actual, like, compassion for myself. And so the feeling... So, okay, hang on. Circumstance would be my body. So the thoughts, like, I'm a person, I have a body. So then the feeling that it's giving me is like compassion. So with that, it's like the action is to start to treat it more kindly. And the result is that I start to feel better. And so as I was doing this, and it's sometimes it's like literally like repeating it every single day. Um, sometimes it's going through it and coming up with new stuff, but I mean, so often, it's almost like, I feel like at the beginning, that was almost like my mantra was like, I have a body. <laughs> like, and it started to, I found like it really started to kind of like change how I was feeling about myself. And it's interesting. So I was telling you at the beginning, like, I've basically, I've been overweight the majority of my life. Like, I was overweight as a kid, um, like, always, Uh basically as far back as I can remember. Um, but then... I don't know, it was like nine years ago. Nine, ten years ago. So I was when I was living in Asheville, North Carolina, I was skiing, um so I used to play roller derby. I played with uh Blue Ridge Roller Girls. I was a founding member there up in Asheville, North Carolina. And then I moved down when I moved down to Florida, I skated with Tampa roller derby for a couple of years as well. Um and now I'm retired and I skate at parks and sometimes skate parks, which is so fun. Um but yeah, so I was playing, I was playing with Blue Ridge and I'd had a hamstring injury and from that I, uh, was still able to skate but I was nervous about getting hit and so I refed for a season and so I spent that, I spent it like a year reffing and I really enjoyed reffing. Um I ended up being like the head ref for the league which was so much fun. Um yeah, I actually have a lot of like pride about it but at the same time I, Uh, Because it wasn't like competitive, I wasn't really working on skating fast or hitting or any of that. And I had found that uh, over that year, I had gotten a lot slower and I'd gained some weight and I just wasn't, I wasn't loving that. And so back then I started, um, I started working out at a gym um, that did like small group training and I found that I really loved it and I did a food plan. Well, they, uh, my trainers there, like gave me a food plan and I stuck with it and over the next like two years I lost about 60 pounds. And that was right around the time that we moved to Florida. And so when I moved to Florida, it was like I didn't have my trainers, I didn't have my gyms, and at that, at that point I actually had two gyms because I had my, uh, group coaching, like my group training gym. And then I also was a member of like another gym that we had a membership with, uh, with as being part of like Blue Ridge. And so I would like, there were plenty of days. I was literally working out like twice a day, which is crazy town. So I moved to Florida. I just, I like don't have the same foods to use to eat. I don't have my trainers. I don't have a gym. And I started like putting on a bunch of weight. And so again, by the time I got to uh earlier this year, I was like I'd put on those sixty pounds plus like another thirty. Yeah. Yep. So that's fun, right? Um so along with that, it was like at that point like my self esteem was had just taken like oh such a nose dive. And so when you're running a business, you definitely need some self esteem. That plays a huge role in creating a business. So, okay, so as I started, like, as I started losing weight, doing all of this stuff with my protocol, with um, all the mindset stuff put together, um, I was definitely also starting to feel better about myself. And that had an impact, I mean, it had an impact on my self-esteem, but it also had an impact on my business because I've noticed, like, I'm, as I'm feeling better about myself, I'm more willing to be visible and I'm like almost like naturally more visible. It's also, it's also really funny. So Christine McIver, who is the CEO of Inspired Choices Network, the same, the network that I'm on right now, I've known Christine for several years. I mean, she's awesome. She really is. And she had, she had asked me, I don't know. Sometime last year, if I was interested in being a host on the 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 network, and I was like, no, (laughs) like for so many reasons, I was just like, no, there's no way. I have no interest at all. And she had approached me about it again. um, So at some point in the last seven seven months, right? So I've had a show now for what, like two and a half months. So let's say she asked for she started asking me about it maybe like five months ago, and Um, at first I was like, "Mm, no. And then the more I thought about it, it was like, well, here's just this opportunity for me to be like way more visible. And so it's like taking, stepping up into that, into that visibility. And I, it's, I mean, again, so much of it is just like all around, all around mindset. It makes me think like, so recently somebody was, I was on a, um, I was having like a strategy session with a potential client. And I think they, they said something about the fact that like they are just really nervous about like going live and doing videos and stuff. And I just like, I do it with so much ease. It's like easy for me. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, it's not easy for me. It's something that like I make myself do because I know like I need to do it to grow my business. I know that like video is more effective Because when I can see somebody or when I can hear somebody on both, like, it's you just create a relationship with them. You grow the know, like, and trust factor so much faster. Like, I know, like, with Amy Porterfield, and I know I talk about it all the time, but I started the very first podcast I started listening to about business was hers uh, with Online Marketing Made Easy. And she, at that point, because I know she's had a lot of struggles with, like, with weight as well, and she had, like, one photo of herself as, like, the cover of her podcast and, like, a few other, like, branding pics and stuff. But, like, it was so hard to find pictures of her. I felt like I knew her because I was listening to her, like, literally, like, every week. Like, at that point, I probably listened to, like, almost every one of, like, her first episodes. Um Yeah. And... So I felt like I really, like, I knew who she was. Like, she almost kind of felt like a friend because I was hearing her all the time, but it, um, but I didn't know what she looked like. And so there was a point where I was actually like trying to Google like pictures of her and like find her on other platforms and stuff because I just didn't really know what she looked like. And so just being on video, I feel like it just adds this, like, it lets you get to know somebody, right? So- I, I mean, it was not always easy for me to get on video, but I would force myself to do it. And sometimes I would convince myself out of it. But it's like, as I have been really working on the mindset stuff, it's all it's like less and less of a big deal. It's just like, all right, I got to go live. So I don't necessarily know what I'm going to talk about. But I know that that I need to do it. And so and I think it's made a difference, you know, and it's helped make me way more visible so having the show going live doing videos all of that like it just adds to visibility and that's something that I like I hear from like from clients I hear from potential clients I hear from friends where it's like they're like Jen you're all over the place and so much of that is just because I've been working so much on my mindset yeah so it makes a big difference okay so then the other thing Ooh, this is a big one, too, that's been coming up for me a lot that I've been working on a lot when it comes to my business is stuff around money. Because, I mean, is there anybody that doesn't have, like, crazy money blocks? <laughs> now, when it comes to money stuff, I will tell you, I've been working on this stuff for literally years, Um, especially on, like, the mindset. Like, I... um I joined Denise Duffield Thomas's uh uh oh gosh. She just recently changed the name of it. I think it used to be Lucky Bitch. Anyways, I joined her money her money course forever ago, like several years ago. And um and it's like everything has been like working away at, like chipping away at it, right? Like using access tools has definitely like taken me like been again, chipping away at it. Um Recently, I have found, like, using this model has made a big difference with with money stuff. So, okay, so when I first started my business, I've told you guys this before, I started working with, um, with my family's business where I was um, working for them. And then even when I started my own business, I was doing it as um, – Like, I've always considered, for the longest time at least, I've always considered that their business, like, they are kind of like my original client. They're my first client. And so anything else in my business is extra. So, like, I get a paycheck from them. So it's kind of like I had a job, even though it wasn't, like, technically a job. Um, like, they're kind of like a client, kind of like a job. But I always had them as my number one, um, income. Anything else was just extra. I was able to, like, fully support myself with what what they were paying me and over time that has been shifting and um a few months ago that shifted like entirely where they are they're making changes with their business and it just didn't make sense for me to be like and I've been making changes with my business as well so like it just didn't make sense for them to continue to be like my number one client now they're still a client and I still work with them and help them out and all of that however I had to really change my thinking on it so that, like, my business and my other clients, like, are my main source of income. And then um, I look at, like, what I make from working with my family's business as, like, extra. So I had to kind of swap how I was thinking about it because before I was thinking about anything from my business was just extra. And as soon as I made that swap in mindset, holy cow. Like money stuff that I did not know was like an issue started to come up like crazy. And so, okay, so we are going to go to a break in just a minute. When we come back, um, I'm going to talk more about some of the money stuff that I've had to work on in Clear and how I've used the self-coaching model to really do it. Uh, so you are listening to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Tosik on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back.
0: Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads, but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads, but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255, Canada 613 800 8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Right, Hello, friend. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. All right. So today we're talking about weight loss, mindset, and business. So before we went to the break, we were talking about how money stuff is such a big thing, especially I feel like for entrepreneurs and business owners, um, because it, I mean, gosh, it like impacts everything. So we were talking about all of that. And um mindset and so when I switched my thinking that like my business is my main source of income all my like all these fears just started coming up and some of them are things that like I thought that I had cleared already <laughs> that I clearly had not um or hadn't totally I mean stuff like this idea that like money is for men and which like extra doesn't make sense because like I'm married to a woman, right? So, like, clearly we need to be making money. Like, I can't just have some fake husband. (laughs) That's not going to work for me. Um, But, yeah, so the idea that, like, money is for men and, like, the idea that, like, I don't necessarily need to know about money or understand what's going on. And, like, too many times I think I, like, had just kind of, like, buried my head in the sand and, like, not really educated myself. And so it made me realize how much I needed to educate myself as well. So I want to talk about the educating myself, but I also I want to continue talking about the mindset part. So I found that one of the biggest thoughts that kept coming up for me is this idea that I don't have enough money. Like I'm just not making enough. I'm not earning enough. I'm not bringing in enough to support myself. And so, okay, so when we do that through the model, so the circumstance is just money. Um, and you can make it like I made this much money last month. That's how you can look at it or it can just be money. So the thought is I don't have enough money. So the feeling is just worry. For me, it was like worry. The action is like it's this like cyclical, like crappy thing where I just continue to worry and worry and worry. And then the result is I feel like crap. So, yeah, that's fun, Right. So when I changed it, I actually started to look at like, okay, what's the evidence that's actually there? What are the facts? Right. And so I looked at, so this is the crazy thing. Like, so this was two months in, two and a half months in to um, like really supporting myself. And the first two months I made enough income that I replaced the checks that I had been making. So I, had evidence right there in front of me, hey, I can make enough money in my business that I can support myself. So I had to actually look at like, okay, here's the evidence. And I had to look, think about that as a thought. Like it, it wasn't even, it was kind of like that bringing it to neutral of like, hey, I have evidence that I can do it. And so it's like the feeling started to shift with that new thought of being more confident. And so it's like when you're more confident, you're making like the actions end up being more positive actions that are like moving you towards making more money. So then the results, you end up making more money. Right? And so it's like when that that thought starts to come up, like and it sometimes it's it's almost like for me at least, it's almost this like underlying fear that just starts to like rear its head. It's like reminding myself, like, no, I have evidence that I can do it and I'm fully capable. Like, I totally understand, like, I'm capable of this. I'm capable of making enough money. Okay, so that's all of the stuff around mindset and how, I mean, gosh, so much of it, like, affects our business because it really just does, right? So for me, it's so much of it is with visibility and with money stuff. Um yeah. If you have any questions about any, any of the weight loss stuff, I'm happy to chat with you about it. Um, I, it's very weird that I chose to actually do an episode about it. Cause I actually, I don't even think I've posted really on like Facebook and stuff about the fact that I've lost a bunch of weight. So mostly people know that I have if they like see me or interact with me. <laughs> um, also, this is a kind of like random fun fact. So my picture on the Ads Maven, like the, the podcast cover, the radio show cover is, um, I did, I had branding photos taken towards the beginning of the year and, um, those were all like at my heaviest. They were all before I started losing any weight. And so it's really funny. Actually, if you go back to the show cover, um, that I did where it was the second episode of, What I Learned from the Entrepreneurial Experience with Amy Porterfield, you can see an image of me at my heaviest and then an image of me with Amy Porterfield like right now. So it's kind of funny because just seeing and I'm wearing the exact same jacket in both of the photos. So yeah, it's really funny to me. Anyways, um, so we've been talking all about how like that mindset part plays a role in both. I do want to talk a little bit about the financial education that I've started Gaining, um, before I do that, I do want to just remind you, next week, starting on Monday, December 2nd, I am doing a five-day free list building challenge because I'm a huge believer in the power of growing your email list. So, we're talking all about list building. Uh, you can sign up for it. Uh, the link is in the show notes, but you can go to jenposick.com slash challenge. To sign up. Okay, so then in terms of, I realized how much I need just more financial education. And so earlier this year, I uh, started using QuickBooks for my business, um, which has been really helpful and it's been really good because It's giving me, like, I can go to QuickBooks because I update that on a pretty regular basis so that I can then see, I can pull my report for, like, the profit and loss month by month to see how much income I'm actually bringing in each month to say, hey, look, there's my evidence literally right there. So that's been one thing that's been really good is using QuickBooks. Um, I also recently was introduced to Dave Ramsey, And I, so I will tell you, I'd heard about him before and, but I had never listened to him because he was always presented to me as somebody who talks about debt. And honestly, I don't have any debt. Um, I don't have any student loans. I paid off my car in January, which is awesome. Um, And I pretty typically, I like pay my credit cards off at the end of each month, but it doesn't mean that i has like a lot of financial um intelligence and so i got his audiobook of uh money makeover and started really thinking about his baby steps so he walks you through these different baby steps and i think it's just really fascinating i'm like um my wife is annoyed because i have been talking about money stuff like every night because I am like so into all of this and I just want to talk about it like nonstop. It's it's kind of really funny. I've also been listening to he has a radio show that um I don't even know what channel it's on or where, but um he turns it into a podcast. So I've been listening to it on Apple Podcasts, if you just search Dave Ramsey. Um, but he walks you through his baby steps for creating wealth. And so the first baby step is to save up a thousand dollars. Um, as like part of your emergency fund. Step two is what he calls a debt snowball, where you're paying off your debt starting with your lowest debt uh, first so that you can get it paid off as quickly as possible. Um, He talks a lot about having a gazelle-like focus for it. And so as you're paying it off quickly, well, not paying it off quickly, but as you're paying off the lowest one first, you get those like small wins first. So it motivates you to pay off more and more. Once that's done, you're going to add to your emergency fund so that you have like three to six months of um, income so that you could support yourself if something were to happen, which is like, oh, yeah, that's a really smart thing to do, especially if you're an entrepreneur, right? Um, Oh, gosh. Then he talks about like step four through something. It's basically starting to save and invest. And then after that, it's paying off, paying off your house. So, I if financial literacy is something that you are looking for more information on, I would definitely suggest checking checking out Dave Ramsey. Um, yeah, his stuff has been been really really cool for me to start learning about. Um, whew! I feel like we covered a lot. Um, so again, the biggest thing that I talked about was Brooke Castillo and her Self-Coaching Scholars, which is where I got all the training with the Stop Overeating stuff. It's where she talks about her model. Um, And one of the things that that really convinced me to join Self-Coaching Scholars is the fact that it talks about life, but it also talks about business. So she also has, um, she has a money training in there. She has an entrepreneurship training in there. She has, oh gosh, like there's literally just like so much stuff um, so I highly recommend checking it out. The easiest way to start checking her out without too much of like an investment is just to check out her podcast, which is the life coach school podcast um and if you start like if you go to her Facebook page and stuff, she'll retarget you with um with ads about um some of the free trainings that she has so that's one of the other things that's really cool she has she spends a lot of money on facebook ads right because she knows that they're effective because they are all right i will see you next week here on the ads maven and hopefully i will see you in my five day list building challenge as well
0: thanks for listening to the ads maven Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week, where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.